Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Highly Suspect, a Star Wars story by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host and game master, Ben Frisch, and thank you for joining us. It feels so good to be back on our main schedule. The break was good, and we got quite a bit of recording done, with a few minor hiccups. We had some conflicting schedules over the break, and in today's episode, you'll notice Wes is not here to play Cass. So we had a good friend of ours, Ryan, step in and play a Keldor mercenary that was originally just going to be an NPC. And side note about his character. Ryan said that if his voice in real life had a color, it would be gray. And that made me so sad, I decided to heavily modulate his voice to make him sound like a cool, mask-wearing Keldor. So don't be startled when his voice comes in out of nowhere. Today's episode is kind of a slow start as we build up for the finale of Season 2. There's a lot of pieces that need to come together before we get to our biggest episode yet. But let's get into the episode. Last time on Bad Form Podcast, we found out about Karana's true allegiance to Noel the Hutt. Garrick continues to come to terms with the death of Kuna. And Tezka Krim, the Pike Queen, has sent our heroes to meet with the mercenary captain Rana Talis on the planet of Savarine to see if he would be a valuable ally. So I guess we should start today uh, by saying that Wes couldn't be here. Um, He's got some stuff going on, and we are recording over the break. So we have a fill-in, Ryan. Hello. So I'm really excited to have you here. But we're going to come back to you later after we get done with this. Makes sense. Uh, Wes and I came up with a little solution. Um, While you guys were in hyperspace, um, he got a comm from Hosk, and he was needed... Cass was needed to help go save Hosk's life. So Cass asked you to stop the ship, and he took the auxiliary on the VCX-100 and headed out. Oh, finally. Yeah, finally used it. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Okay. So that's how that went. Bye, Cass. So you guys, you. Love you bunches. Garrick and Karana, you two are still on your way to Savarine to meet Rana Talis after the queen told you to go meet him. So, after your drunken bender, Garrick, I assume that you woke up to a bunch of missed calm calls from Adar Wren, wondering where you and Kuna are. Do you want to do anything about that or leave it for now? I think I will look at the number of notifications and uh, just not read them yet. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of put it out of your mind. Yeah. You, you wake up next Do to the flutter too. plume. Yeah. Who is still looking a little bigger and bigger every time we see him. And we're still hanging out in Movax old room. Yeah. You pretty much took it over. Mm-hmm. So, Karana, you just got done speaking to Noel the Hutt in a very private conversation. Are you doing anything on the ship before you get to Savarine? Yeah. I'll just work on my droid a little bit in my quarters. I, uh, I think it's about time we do another check on the droid yeah. to see how it's turning out. Sounds good. The last time we did a roll, we did a mechanics roll, mm-hmm. and we pretty much got the body shape down. Yep. Um, you were making combat droid. You were using dunium as plating. Yep. How about we start getting into the uh, the computer aspect? Sounds good. 
starting to program the droid. Okay. So go ahead and give me a computer's check against um, three difficulty. Okay. All right. One success. One success. So that lets you tell me where you want to take this droid. I think I'm going to stick with combat droid. Okay. Um, want to give him a uh, a personality. Okay. Uh, we'll just roll with kind of a uh, standoffish personality. Doesn't really talk to a lot of people okay. except for me. Okay. Um, you could make it speak just Basilisk, whatever their language is. That's perfect. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so I'll program it to speak the Basilisk language, and okay, that way I'm the only one that can tell it what to do. Awesome. So you go to work programming this droid. You're choosing bits of information to assemble into a working droid brain, which I will say is going to take one more in-game week. Okay. The uh, tablet that I hid um, that we got, I want to program that into the droid and destroy okay. the tablet. You already destroyed the main tablet. You made your own separate copies. Right. Yeah, That's. I want to destroy the copies. Okay. I don't want there to be any trace of it at all. Um, except inside the droid, and since it can only speak to me, that would... How many data pads do we have that you're just <laughs> snapping in half on a daily basis? <laughs> you guys do keep running around spaceports and stealing things. I just so. just <laughs> grabbing, yeah. We, okay. Cool. Right so this. you take the your copy of the full list from Ilan Cassie, and you put it on the droid. Awesome. Cool. Works. That droid knows a lot. Does yeah, it's a lot, a lot of stuff. But it's not laying around my quarters now. So. Cool. Anything else before we get there? Not for me. Yeah, I think I'm good. So, your ship comes out of hyperspace over the planet of Savarine. You look down; it's large, vast oceans and desert, kind of split fifty-fifty down the middle. And you're going to the coordinates that you found on the data pad. And you're seeing these large sandy land masses next to the ocean. And you see a group of freighters parked in what looks like a small shanty town. Looking down, you see armed men kind of getting ready and following to meet wherever your ship lands. I'll land it. Keep the comms open if anyone tries to calm us. But um, just go to the, the cargo ramp, I guess. Okay. Once we cool. do. As the loading ramp goes down, you see a group of like 10 mercs, just guns drawn, waiting for you to come off of the ship. And in the center of the group, you see a Twi'lek, uh, arms folded over the butt of his gun while it's on a sling. He's just kind of looking at you. What is your business here? Well, we were sent here by Tuska Krim, and we're looking for Rana Talis. What do you want from Rana? Just need to speak with him. About various things. I'm going to need a little more than that. Um, I'd like to look at the the guards around okay. him. How wh- how are they armed? Give me a perception check. How hard? Against yeah, two difficulty. Okay, so two successes, one disad or one threat. They look very well armed and. Looking around this shanty town itself, it looks like you're in an occupation. 
the locals are walking around looking like they're under duress. I want you to think of this like the complete opposite of Tezka Krim on Rad Attack. Yeah. And what is their their discipline like? Like, are they all at attention, mm-hmm. holding their weapons very, yeah. like, military? Very, very professional. Okay. And on the lead guy, this Twi'lek, um, he's got just baby blue skin, um, silverish eyes, and he's decked out in black tactical gear. And on his shoulder, you see a small symbol. It's a circle within a circle. And split down the middle, each side is reversed uh, in color. Which, if we were watching it as a movie, you would know that's the symbol for Crimson Dawn. Have we? We would have never seen this. This is the first right? time you've seen it. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll chime in there and say why. Why don't you let Rana decide if he needs to talk to us or not? Why don't you not make his decisions for him? We are not here to make trouble. We will gladly wait on our ship. You can tell Rana that we were sent by Tesca. I'll start walking back into the ship. Just let us know when you're ready. If you'd like us to leave, we'll leave. He uh, looks over to the other mercenaries and uses a hand symbol to basically move them into position. And they're waiting at attention at the bottom of the ramp. And like blocking us? Kind of blocking you from coming back out. Okay, yeah. Um, while you guys are just on your ship. Do you guys want to talk at all? Maybe so. I think I'm going to just go ready my weapons. Um, Okay. Yeah, I I don't think Eric's going to, like, avoid talking to you, but I don't think he's approaching either. Okay. Garrick, real quick. Yeah? What do you think we should do? They've definitely got us outnumbered. They look like they're, well, pretty well armed and know what they're doing. I don't want this to turn into a fight. We we can't fight them, but also I think that, you know, a little... Uh, we can't be intimidated either, or he won't give us the time of day. I agree. So, hopefully he'll come through. If not, then we'll leave loud, I guess. So plan for the worst and hope for the best. Yeah. I'll go get my stuff together. So as you guys are preparing your weapons, uh, you just hear a knock on the on the loading ramp. Rana has agreed to see you. Uh, I I go to exit. Um, so you get down to the bottom of the ramp, and he's uh, he's got just a sack. I'm going to need your weapons. I take the power pack out of my blaster and toss it in. And I'll take my light blaster that I had on me, and I'll throw it in as well. So. You make your way through the town following this mercenary and you approach the cent- the main central tent and as you're let in, the guards leave you. And you see, sitting at a table, this large, shirtless Miri Allen and a Miri Allen, human features, but with green skin and a long, dark black braid going down to the center of his back with most of his body being covered in tattoos. He's ripping the meat off of a bone of a creature, and he's surrounded by empty liquor bottles. Very barbarian-like. And he looks up at you, wiping his mouth off. So, you're the envoy for the exiled queen. 
That's who sent us. I presume you're Rana. I'll walk towards him or towards him as the end of the table, I think. That moment we meet Ryan's character. Oh, hi. And stepping out of the shadows as you move close to Rana. Just exactly like Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but instead it's a uh, kind of tall, linky Kaldor or Keldor. Um, oh, Blue Coons race. You're getting me so excited with these races. So pretty like pretty standard armor, nothing surprising there, just what you would expect to see him wearing. Uh looks a little rough for wear, pretty pretty old, like pushing middle aged, but you can tell this guy's like he's hanging pretty heavy around this place. Um I don't I don't think I say anything. I think I just kinda walk up and just kinda get not necessarily directly between you and the end of the table, but just enough to where there's definitely a presence there. Mm. Just some silent enforcement. Um, I'll roll my eyes just a little bit and uh, continue forward, sit down at a seat a few, a few seats away from him and start checking the empty booze bottles, see if there's anything left in any of them. He sees you checking and he snaps... At a Savarine girl who brings a tray of more of this just Corellian brandy and just puts it in front of you with a couple glasses. Yeah. I'll pour myself one and, and start sipping it. Now, what can I do for you? Tezka sent us. See what's what's going on here. And what does she want out of this meeting? I mean, what do any of us in the Outer Rim want anymore? We just want some some peace and quiet, I think. Well, she won't find it here. Yeah. How many guys do you have down here? On planet, I would say around 20. They're impressive. You're holding the entire planet with 20 men? (laughs) No, this planet is practically vacant. Just a few small colonies. Hmm. So sidebar Um, real quick. Are we trying to get him to join us or are we trying to... I don't think Garrick is anymore. Garrick wants to know why they're here. Um, And see if we could find out more about these guys so are you thinking we should take him out and try and clean up the mess with the mercenaries and get to try and get him on our side sidebar real quick okay Noel the Hutt wants you to see this through what okay you know Noah <laughs> son of <laughs> a bitch give you that idea. that's why it was a double sidebar you don't know that I was surprised anyone was able to find us out here. You got a bit of a reputation. Rana looks over at your character, Ryan. Did you hear that? We have a reputation. Who's this individual? This is my lieutenant. Solve. He's the reason anything gets done around here. Well, you do a good job. What's getting done? An answer for that requires a little trust. And I don't trust 
people who invite themselves where they don't belong. I think what Garrick's trying to say is, I think we'd all be better off if we worked together. Twenty men isn't really going to take over some of these bigger groups or keep them under control. But a couple hundred might, or at least it's a start. He looks over at Esau and he smiles. All right. You do want to earn my respect and continue this conversation. I need you to get something for me. What could a man like you possibly need? Sorosab is developing a stealth corvette for the Empire on Solus. I want it. That's a pretty tall order. <sighs> Garrick uh, rubs the bridge of his n- nose, snout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Snoot, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Savir will accompany you. If you can make it back alive, I hope to meet your queen in person. Sounds good to me. Good thing Tesca sent their, their best men, huh? <laughs> That's good to hear. I don't expect to see you until you have my ship. Now go. He can't say that to me because I'm already gone. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. <Got him. laughs> I took the glass with me. And the bottle, I think. So... The two of you leave with Sav mm-hmm. out of Ronitalis' tent. So, Sav, I know there's not a lot of trust between us since we literally just met, but we do have to have each other's back, especially when things go south. So, in a way, that's a little bit of trust. If you need anything, please let us know. We'll do our best. You can start out by grabbing our stuff, and I point over to the uh, toilet with the, the bag. We'll Are you saying you. that to me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Nice. oh. <laughs> we'll meet you on the sh- uh, ship, Sav. So the toilet hands you the bag of their stuff, and you meet them back on. Yeah. Um, as we're we're going to the ship, and he s- stops for a minute, I walk closer to Karana, and I say, screw this. I'm getting out of here. We don't need to do this. And as we get on the ship, I go to just close the ramp behind us I'll grab your arm I think we need to do this I really don't she doesn't need a guy like this she wants to make a difference I know they she does in their pockets but we don't have to give the ship back to him we can take care of this individual shit you're okay 20 people come on our yeah, ship could take them you're out right I go to the cockpit. You on board, Sav? Yeah, I'm on board. Look over my shoulder. and So, Sav, I'm going to assume that you know the details of this mission. You've already been discussing it with Ron Atalus, where it is, what it's going to be. So tell us about it. I'll say I'm assuming that you're going to tell me those, <laughs> or is that just on me just to roll with it? Um, it's in, on the planet of Solist, mm-hmm. which is a... We know later a very heavy imperial mining and production for everything. They make ATATs. They make a bunch of like military hardware there. Um, it's the city of Pinyum, and it's just going to be the main research station there. Cool. The research station uh, overlooks a cliff face, and 
from what Rana's contact said, there's an underground area where the stealth ship is being held. It's going to be very hard to get in. Cool. So something, if it's like over near a cliff face, something that probably has an external dock right there. On exactly. The cliff. Yep. Yep. Cool. How's your piloting? Uh, planetary is pretty good. You got two in it. Okay. Not great, but it's good. Um, Are you, I'm still going to just go to the cockpit. Yeah. Okay. Punch in some coordinates. Um, would either of us have any familiarity with Solist? Solist or uh, Soros Base or any of it. Sorsub has previously made a lot of luxury vehicles and droids and has recently started working with the Empire on military projects. So you probably haven't heard much from them. I'm not sure we've heard the name, but yeah. never thought twice about it. Right? Yeah. Okay. Sav, I assume you're used to flying on uh, other people's ships and you're just preparing? Yeah, I just kind of start putzing around with all my... I probably have like a bag. Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of got a go bag ready anyway, so... So unless there is something else you'd like to do, I'll just say that we get shots of each of you preparing on the ship. Garrick, you're in the cockpit. Karana, you're working on your droid. And we get a shot of you, Sav, preparing your weapons. And before you know it, we get a shot of your ship exiting hyperspace above Solist. The planet is covered in this dark smog, and you see a few Venator-class Star Destroyers hanging in orbit. It's still early enough in the Empire's life. I want to say that the planet is under light occupation, so getting planet side won't be a hassle for you. But you begin to make your way to Pinyum. It's the largest city on Solist, and we see your ship break through the dark clouds above the city, revealing the planet's volcanic nature. Rivers of lava, as far as you can see. And as you're coming in, you see hanging over a cliff edge this massive imperial complex, the Pinyum Research Facility. Waterfalls of lava pouring off each side of it, and it just looks massive. And you're flying through, and you find some public hangar bay. Tall building looks like a honeycomb filled with hangars, and you land in the first free space you see. Now, what do you guys want to do? I would recommend probably scouting instead of just trying to break in immediately. Karana, can you get us a map? Yeah, I can do that. Walk over to the computer and see if I can okay. tap into the main so in, and just look for... Yeah. So in your little hangar bay, you can download basically just a little, little schematic of the area and where okay. everything's laid out. And you're looking at it. Um, just give me a perception. See what you can see on the map. Okay. Against anything? Against one difficulty. Failure and an advantage. Okay, so you don't see anything special. You you find your way to it, mm-hmm. but um, with the advantage, I'll say that outside of the research facility, there is a cantina slash inn that you can kind of scout from if you wanted to. Okay. Well, gentlemen, why don't we head for this cantina? And I pull out the map and show it to him. Maybe we can get an idea of how we're going to access this place. Then I say we get moving. Cool. So you leave the hangar bay, 
and start walking the streets of Pinyum. The streets are filled as you pass through a market district. You notice a light imperial presence patrolling the streets. The clones are still wearing Clone Wars style armor and you see a lot of locals wearing the imperial symbol. You can assume a lot of the population has found work at the facility, either on the factory lines or working in research. And you eventually make it to the massive facility towering above you. Lines of workers coming and going from the structure. And not too far from the entrance, you find the cantina. And based on the clientele inside, most of the patrons just got off work from the research facility. What do you think about splitting up, gentlemen? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can go scan it out a little bit. You guys figure out what the security looks like. Um, what I'm not going to see. If you can get me uh, somebody that knows the interior, I may be able to, I don't know, work my way into the computer system a little bit and find out some more information. But need a contact first, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. All right. It's settled. I'll uh, I'll walk into the cantina and just kind of go up to the bar, order a drink, and and go sit down. And then, are you going up to the complex itself? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, right. I'll uh, if I can give you one of those a little destiny point. Can I just have like a a hollow cart or a not a hollow cart a grab cart just with tools on it, general stuff. Put my blasters in there. And have yeah. a little hidden. Sure. So we'll just kind of have like a, a shot of you walking in the line with all these people heading towards the complex. And you're just grabbing items off of carts as people aren't looking. Yeah, and yeah. you just grab a cart and start pushing it with <laughs> you. And in one of the tool bags, you throw your pistols and all that. And you make your way close enough to the complex to realize that there's a security check before you can get in. Okay. Uh, is anyone waiting in the the queue yeah you're in a short line okay there's a larger line of people coming out i'm going to walk through the line of people coming out and try to grab like are they scanning anything when they do uh yeah they basically they stop at this little checkpoint where they're uh scanned in uh full body scan and they have an id chip okay um I'm going to try to grab somebody who's waiting in line, grab okay. their, their ID chip. Okay. And that's that's where I meant um, just kind of move through the line and do that, not wait right next to them kind of okay. thing. And then yeah. circle back in a minute and get in the, the line to go in. Okay, cool. Just further behind the okay. person I'm stealing from. Cool. So give me a skullduggery check. Okay. See if I actually took any. Okay, a little bit, teeny tiny bit. Okay, so you move into the outgoing line from the Imperial facility. Just try to swipe a, a card, right? Yeah. And um, there's just a Solaston in standard, just a gray jumpsuit, walking away. He's alone. No one's with him, like everyone else that you were looking at. And he looks like the perfect target. Cool. And he's got it on a little lanyard just kind of hanging off of his back back pocket. And he looks particularly out of it and dumb, right? He just <laughs> looks like he's been working for 12 hours. Yeah. Okay. That that works. Yeah. Uh, how difficult? 
Um, let's do it against two difficulty, but with a setback die for Imperial Security. Two. Okay. Hey, one success, one threat. One success, one threat. So you walk by and you swipe it. And you're like, yeah, I did it. You look at the card. There's a face on it. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> it's a Soliston's face. <laughs> if you tried to move through with it, you wouldn't look look super like him. Fair enough. Maybe I can help with it. Yeah, I mean, that can't can't be nothing, right? Let's see, if you look panicked, I can another. see you because I'm outside watching that line of traffic going in and out. Um, I'm just going to sneakily veer off and, uh, yeah, probably go try to regroup with Karana. Okay, cool. At this point. So, Garrick, you go back up to the cantina. Karana and Sav are watching the facility from a small patio outside of the bar. And you meet up with them with a fresh ID. Okay. Yep. That guy's not walking into the bar, is he? No. The guy whose idea I took. <laughs> okay. <No. laughs> Poor guy. He looked work worked. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, they get this and hand Karana the, the ID. I look at it and I think I can probably duplicate this. I'd have to go back to the ship. You hear just kind of like a small voice behind you. Uh they actually don't don't work like that. I draw. I turn I, around quickly and Grab whoever is talking. I guess I just stand by and back up their actions <laughs> yeah. if need be. I'm I'm sorry. I I didn't I didn't mean to um to interrupt. And you see this a, a gray Twi'lek, kind of younger guy, um, head tail wrapped around his neck and kind of hanging down his right shoulder. And he's uh, um, hello. Um, my name is Mar, and I I couldn't help but notice you. We're watching the facility. You're awfully observant. Let, let me let me buy you a drink. I th- I don't mean any harm. I I promise. Garrick is mortified. <laughs> <laughs> what about a drink on our ship? Yeah, no, he he earned it. Let's just uh, yes, just wait here. I'll I'll be back in a minute. What do? Yes, <laughs> and he nervously kind of goes back into the canteen. I'm gonna go with him. Okay. You I don't see trust him, him that much. You see him at the yeah. bar and he puts up three fingers just at the bartender and the bartender slides him three ales. Was that like a gang sign? Yeah, it's a gang <laughs> sign. <laughs> and watching him, he's not talking to anybody. He's in you know, just looks like a normal guy. Okay. Brings cool. back out the tray. He's like, Look, I, I I brought you some ales. Um I was wondering if we could talk. We can talk. I see we follow your plan and we head back to the ship. You either come with us or... We can't look... <laughs> You're making me nervous, buddy. What's... What is... Why is it such a big deal? Uh, this is a... You're a big deal. Do you understand? Uh, this is not a, a place for people like you. And he's looking at your weapons mm-hmm. and just the way you're carrying yourselves. You're not scientists. You're not engineers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're from outside. If we go back to your ship, we'll have security detail on us. Just act natural. Any shady moves... He puts both hands on the table. Right. You're looking for a way in. Garrick just kind of like sits back and it's like, yeah, 
Well, I can tell you now, your security pass won't work. Why is that? Not only do you have to match the ID on the pass, but uh, you have to be logged into the Imperial database. Not to mention the body and retinal scans. Okay. So how do we get in? And what's in it for you? Why are you helping us? Why not just turn us into security? Because um, I'm also looking for a way in. See, my my brother do a brilliant engineer. He was working at the facility, but uh, about a week ago, he never came out. I went to his home, and there's a security detail guarding the entrance of his apartment. And they wouldn't let me in. They wouldn't answer my questions. What do you suggest? If we can't get in with the security badges, there's three of us. We can't break in, not past that security. My brother talked about using maintenance elevators on the side of the building to take longer breaks. He bragged to me once about making duplicates for his co-workers. All right. So into his residence to get the pass? Exactly. All right. Let's go. He was... Pound the Wait. the ale, stand up, holster my blasters back out of the the cart. That's it? I mean, I, I, no payment? And you're coming in with us. And <laughs> I start walking. <laughs> Which direction is it, by uh, the way? Um... Thanks again for joining us. If you liked what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more updates on Bad Form. Our background music was created by Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. And our theme song is Far Apart by Airglow. Edge of the Empire is owned by Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Until next time, may the Force be with you. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs>